Up next on Inside Champ Car, racing with the chef. Welcome to Inside Champ Car. I'm Brian Polanski. Bill Strong is here, the man with the new title. We're going to get into that a little bit later. And our guest today, I called him the chef. Is it the chef or is it the cook? The chef. The chef, okay. So the, <clears throat> the graphic was wrong, Bill. Well, yeah, well, I didn't want to put chef on there because I don't know if he's really a chef. And you know how chefs there's, are. Because no, I watch those TV shows with the chefs. There's no. Because I'm forced to by the lady in that other room there. Well, I. I and they get really like angry when you call somebody. We watch a, you all know, those shows, too. Well, you know, the short order. But when you call a short order cook a chef, they get really angry with that. Yes, well. Only, he's pretty tall, only the so chefs a, get angry with that. The short order <laughs> cook, cooks love it. <laughs> Brian Hurth is with us. How you doing, Brian? Doing pretty good. How about you guys? I think pretty good, man. We're doing great. We're doing great. Bill successfully invited another Brian on the show who spells the name pr- properly. Yeah. So that's a good thing, and uh, we are here doing our thing on another Tuesday. Did you Did you miss me last week, Bill? No. I did. No, I did. I I, I flubbed the intro. <laughs> did all right in the middle, I think. Then Chelsea came on, and she did awesome. And then I flubbed the end. But Only you know because what? I sent it to you, like, while you were actually hitting record or play. Record. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you had no time to practice? No, so. I didn't. But it's okay. Because, you know, a professional just goes through it, and we forget about what we did 10 minutes ago. Just it, like racing. Exactly. You, know, you just forget what the last corner was like because it doesn't matter. Got to have but a very Brian, short memory. Yep. Brian? You're not really a racer, but you are a racer because you have raced. But you go to the races and you do other things. So how'd you get into this? Um, seven years ago, I was out in Phoenix working. We were stuck at a customer site, bought a bunch of car magazines, and read about 24 Hours of Lemons. So I found a team from Pittsburgh, and I went to NCM. For my very first race. Okay. And uh, I offered my services to cook them dinner. And they took they took me to the race for free, and I cooked oh, proof wow. to the team. And shortly thereafter, uh, Chump Car came yep. to Pittsburgh. That's right. Went to Beaver Run at the time. Yep. So what year What year was that? I started in 17. Oh, okay. So that was, it was way... Way later. It was the last year that it was Chump Car here in yeah. Pittsburgh. Yeah, but it was called Pittsburgh International Raceway because yeah, I think I was at that race. No, I well, I, I was either at the race working sixteen. No, sixteen was the last time I raced there. So yeah, the short, seven, seventeen was Mike Chiswick's two hundredth race. Yes, that's right. So I, I was working that race. I wasn't racing it. So, but yeah, that was a that was fun. So you did a big cookout for Chiswick, the big party, and that was fun. That was I was just actually looking at pictures of that today. Completely forgot about that. Um, big to do, and ever since then you've been putting on a big uh, spread uh, potluck. Uh, so, you know, food supplied by everybody. You do some great food, by the way, um, at Pittsburgh, and, and you've done it at other races too. Yeah, at, uh, at Pittsburgh we've done a whole pig. Yeah, yeah. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm I'm a pescatarian with a pig problem. Okay, I don't know what that means. It means I don't eat much other than fish and pork, and I oh, okay. And I and when I do eat pork, it's very un, it's very um, uh, infrequent. Um, but I just can't stop with barbecue and bacon. I mean, mm. it's like my 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 nose goes right to it. Um, but uh, yeah, I. I uh, uh, that's good stuff. Good stuff. So yeah. a, a whole hog. That's yes, sir. that's a good what? That's a good sixteen hour day, right? Before we did, you, we did twenty. You did twenty. <clears throat> okay, okay. We're gonna have to talk at nine p.m. and finished up at about six. We're gonna have to do like uh, a, a new podcast, Bill. Inside smoking. <laughs> and yeah. and out here in California, that could mean a lot of different oh, things. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, what's what's funny is my best buddy growing up, growing up, Chris Runyon. He's a big uh, smoker. He has a big barbecue smoker. Does all kinds of 
uh-huh. food, always posting it up, pictures of it, you know, like those, you know, like the girls do, you know, yeah. taking pictures. Instagram. So he, yeah, Instagram. So he's always posting that pictures of his stuff. I don't even think he listens to my shows, but he's out there. Yeah. Hey, Chris. Um, but yeah, it's supposed to be really good for, for probably 20 years. He's been trying to get me to, whenever I come out there to do barbecue, it's never get, where, always too busy. Where is he but, at? Yeah. Up in Ramona. Oh, okay. Okay, cool. But, yeah. Cool. Yeah. And uh, not far from you, but far from you. Yeah, so, but. so Brian, is do you have to cook well to keep getting asked back, or <laughs> as long as you just deliver hot food, will they let you come back? Yeah, most uh, a lot of teams end up with uh, microwave and hot pocket. Right, so right. Yeah, anything they're willing to take you. <laughs> Actually, that's pretty luxurious. Uh, you know, we we <laughs> I bought one of those panini makers at the dollar store, and that's how we cook up our hot dogs. It worked pretty well. <laughs> Why does that not surprise me, Bill? Yeah, no, it worked. <laughs> you and you put the bun on it, get get that uh, toasted or whatever, you know. Yeah, good times. <laughs> but but yeah, having actually, you know, real food. And let me tell you, as a team owner, you know, you you bring, you know, my family didn't get involved with racing like a lot of other folks did. My son did, but my wife just did wanted nothing to do with it. My daughter just went to look at some of the boys, but that was about it. <laughs> the uh you know but every now and then we get one of the my driver's wives would show up and she'd do something up or something and but it was always nice to have good food at the track because as a team owner you're buried into getting the car prepped and fixed from the day's racing um figuring out the problems the guys had um guys are just wreck you know torquing bolts down too hard on your car and you've got to go back in and fix it you know just you're busy doing that stuff. So having somebody at the track that's dedicated to not only, you know, fire bottle and helping you fix a car during the race, but has prepped food for you afterwards is invaluable. It's it's one of the best things. I think that's why I don't have too much trouble finding a team. <laughs> Even yeah. when my normal team decides to uh, quit. Yeah. Right. So, so Brian, do you do anything else at the track besides the 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 chefing, like during pit stops? I, I crew for I crew for my whatever team I'm with. So okay. I'll do fuel and I'll wrench on the car. Got it, got it. So you are multifaceted. Yeah. What I, do you do? What do you do in real life? I'm an electrical engineer. Oh, oh so wait, an actual engineer. Too. Yeah, yeah. I design <laughs> so, electro, so, I design machines that are used to test gyroscopes and. Accelerometers for uh, like navigation. The gyroscopes are things you pull the string and. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See what I have to deal with, Brian. <laughs> so I am not an engineer. So Bill, though, he, he, I, I was a telecom engineer in England, okay. only because that's what they called us. Right. I wasn't actually. An engineer. Oh well, that's close. It's close. Yeah. So, so and I had a train set once. <laughs> so, so Bill, he's smarter than us. Oh yeah, he cooks better than us. Yeah, he's got a better beard than us. He's got a better hat than us. Yeah. I think you and I should just buzz out and let him finish the show. He's got a mane of hair too, by the way. Oh, so. okay. <clears throat> That's why yeah. he's got to wear the hat. Yeah. So, yeah. I bet he's. A, I bet he's. A, I bet he's a Browns. Is he a Browns fan? <laughs> no. Oh, good. <laughs> Although this would be the weekend to be a Browns fan if you were one. So. Not a Bill, Not a Bills fan. No. <laughs> No. <laughs> uh, all of our teams lost this this uh, week. So yeah, yeah. So so Brian, my mom was the the chef on our team, and she would sp- the the three or four days, maybe two days before we'd go to the track, she would make fried chicken, and we would eat cold chicken, and 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 I don't know how she did it, but there, were, I, no matter how many people showed up, no matter how many people ate throughout the weekend, on Sunday, there was still chicken. <laughs> So I don't know how much she was making, but it had to have been an, a ginormous amount. And she'd make this homemade potato salad, and then I would do what I what I called what I called racetrack skillet for breakfasts, and it was it was scrambled eggs, cheese, sausage, and hash browns all in one iron that's, skillet. That's Sunday morning. And I would make as that's much Sunday of morning that. every every race. All right, you you and I are friends. We're good. Um, <laughs> yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. Saturday is always waffles for breakfast. Oh, nice. 
That's a that's a twist. I wasn't expecting the, the waffle twist. Like like Legos or Egos or whatever they're called. <laughs> uh, no, no, I have a two sided waffle iron. We make them oh, fresh. Make them real. It's like Waffle House, but but, but you're getting, what you're getting on Saturday, Bill. Yeah. Okay. Good. <laughs> I like that. Uh, that's good. Wait. Somebody wants to know if you're a Pittsburgh Penguins fan. John Wittenauer. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Beware the penguin. Remember okay. that? I guess we're not friends anymore. <laughs> that turned so fast. <laughs> I like Pittsburgh Dad. You ever watch Pittsburgh Dad on the internet? Yins? Yeah. 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 Like that. Uh, Old times. We have our own language here in Pittsburgh. You do. You do. Yes. Up on the hill above Pittsburgh, there is a Polish restaurant, which name I can never remember. But apparently it's, I- there. it's iconic. Yeah, and been there. It's I, pretty good. I was in Pittsburgh for for business once, and my friends dragged me up there. And uh, definitely pierogies that I would go back for. So I'll have to look up the name of that place. That's, yeah, I don't know what that restaurant would be. <clears throat> yeah, The only one I know that we get pierogies at is the Church Brew Work. Oh. There An old go. church turned into a brewery. Oh, I like that. I like that. I'll have to check that out next time in Pittsburgh. So, so how many races have you have you been to, Brian? Uh, just about twenty. Okay, All give right. or take. Nice. How many have you raced? One. Tell me about that. <laughs> but so, don't get uh, into too much detail. <laughs> two years ago, um, the team that I've been with for about five years decided that they wanted to give me a gift. So all the drivers shorted themselves on Sunday, and they put me in the car to take the last thirty minutes and the checkered flag. Very That's nice. too cool. So what did you think? I mean, it was a lemons race. You know, you, you've got to, you know, that was at Loudon, right? Yeah, up at Loudon, yeah. yeah. So had you ever been around that track? Nope. Uh, well, so, just on just on Friday during Test and Tune, because it was just me and the car owner that showed up on Friday. Okay, so you got well, to go around. I put like three it. hours in the car on Friday, okay. just going round and round and round. Yeah. So that So did you guys do the outer road course where you go outside? Yeah, yeah, they put a yeah. chicane on the back. Yeah. And you go out, down through the bowl, yeah. back onto the track, and then you do the loop. But they put chicanes at both ends, so we don't get the oval. No, they and they did that with us, too. We kept screaming for the oval, <laughs> but they wouldn't do it. <laughs> smart men, smart men. No, the, the Yeah, that Loudon was the, uh, the only place that I've ever hit a boat. <laughs> you know. I still don't and, understand and I, how that's even possible. Well, in Lemons, you see a lot of things. And, oh, yes, you know, okay, in Lemons. At, at the race I was at, Speedy Cop, and there's a lot of folks out there know who Speedy Cop is. So Speedy Cop is there, and he's got all kinds of nifty cars. He's got an upside-down car, an airplane car, and all this stuff. But this was in the early days of Speedy Cop. So he had a car with a um, pop-up tent on it. You know, the, the type you pull behind your car. It's got the, the netting all around it, you know. He was racing one of those. And there was a guy there with a wooden boat. And they were, I, don't, I forget what kind. You said it was an S10 or something? It was an S10 chassis. Yeah. And I, I hit it, and I remember this clear as day, <clears throat> coming out of three, or NAS, coming out of NASCAR two. And I think they had, a, you said, yeah, they had a chicane or something. Yeah, we weren't in the corners. Both, both yeah, ends. At ends. Yeah, we were coming out of there. And I thought I would try to get a better line around them on the outside left of their car. And then I'd be able to kind of get around them and then dive in and get, um, get the turn to the outer course, get a better line on there. Yeah. Yeah. I failed, (laughs) failed miserably. (laughs) And I ended up hitting the boat, spinning them around, spun me around and we continued on. And then I got black flagged and, (laughs) you know, in in lemons, when you get black flagged, it's bad. Oh, the first one's more like, not a you go race. Yeah, that's kind of that what worse. happened. Yeah, and, and, and that kind of what happened. But in the early days, we used to get, you know, you'd have to get duct tape to your cars. And I remember at, uh, did we do that at in New Jersey Motorsports Park? They made us run all around, and, and Johnny got all mad. Johnny Judge Johnny yeah. got all, Johnny Lieberman got all mad at the guy that made us do that because we were all a bunch of old, out-of-shape out of guys running around a parking lot. It's probably not the brightest thing to do, you know. But, um. But yeah, it was fun. Um, but yeah, it's that was a crazy place. They had so many different vehicles. I remember one of the cars that showed up at Loudon, Turner. It, it was an X Turner spec 
E30 or some sort of race car. Because I had saw it advertised, <laughs> and somebody took a ball-peen hammer to it. Oh, gosh. And Made it less fancy? Yes. <laughs> that was Arrow. And, like, and it was still it was still painted up in the Turner colors. It's like, but that, well, that didn't really help. <laughs> that's just adding Arrow, like a golf ball. Yeah, like a golf ball. You know? Yeah, we all laughed at that. It's like, really? That thing sounds like a race car. It was like, zing, zing. <laughs> so, we, all right, we've covered breakfast. What's uh, what's the dinner specialties? Uh, well, this coming race, Friday is going to be meatloaf and roasted vegetables. Ooh, and meatloaf. Saturday for the potluck is pizza. Sweet. Okay. Do you, do you... And you're, you're bringing like a, a big uh, a brick oven pizza maker, right? Uh, Nooney pizza oven, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we're gonna have 27 pizzas for dinner yeah cool they're All not right. gonna be it's not gonna have fire and stuff is it fire on the inside yeah oh, okay i'm just wondering <laughs> where we put the gas cans <laughs> nowhere near the pizza oven if we're smart yeah so which team are you working with this weekend i'm actually going to be uh staffing with the champ car guys oh yep. you're working on pit lane so i'm cooking for them yep nice Nice, Bill. Yep. Is this part of our contract for me to come to to <laughs> the, pit, the pit, pit race this weekend? Get on your bike now, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, if I go away another weekend, I may have to move in with you, Bill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. my wife said, "You're home." Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So. Yeah, my so normal Brian... team decided they weren't uh, they weren't coming, so I looked for something else and decided I'd volunteer with the. Uh, Champ and do uh, pit road and whatnot. So the race isn't this weekend because we don't have anything going on this weekend. No, then we head out. September yeah, 30. Then, yeah, then we head out to uh, Harris Hill. We come back home for a couple of days and then we head up to Pittsburgh. Okay, so this is so, middle September. Yeah. yeah, I should know that because I put the ticker together tonight. It's the, it's the end of September, something like that. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I do pit, and then I think I go to out west. Let me look. Pit, 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 pit. I head out west after that to uh, Phoenix, and then All right. come back for Road America. Yeah, very nice. Yeah, very nice. My, vac- my one, my one, one couple of days of vacation with the wife. So we're gonna go out and visit the new grandchild. So Brian, you, what- don't any, you don't have any grandkids yet, do you? You're not old enough to have grandkids. You just have teenage oh. kids. My oldest is 21. Yeah. So he's old enough to have grandkids. <laughs> No. Well, you don't no, kind of want. No, no, that's in the no. south, buddy. That's in the south. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I grew up in the north, and that stuff happened there too. <laughs> Long winters. Yeah. Uh, that's right. Nothing else to do in Wisconsin in January. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Anyway. So, so what do you enjoy about going to the races and hanging out with the Champ Car crew and the and the drivers and all that kind of stuff? Getting to play with cars. Yeah. I mean. I try here at home, but I I don't get home till eight thirty, right, right, nine o'clock at night. So I don't get to do a lot here. So sure, it's it's a fun escape. Yeah, yeah. Do, you, do your kids grow tired of all the home cooked food? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, most nights my wife cooks dinner because I'm not yeah. home till late. Yeah. Oh okay. yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool stuff. Well, they're saying members like Brian make Champ Car so special for the, all of us, and, and thank you, thank you, Brian, for what you do. And uh, it thank makes you guys it fun. for having me. <laughs> yeah, and uh, it's it's. Uh... Oh, we're not done with you yet, buddy. <laughs> we still got minutes to go. <laughs> <laughs> Bill's got. B- Bill has a different line of questioning. It sounds like. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so y- you're um. So you're doing pizza, meatloaf, love meatloaf. Now, what do you, so we have on our forum, forum.champcar.org, we have a list started of uh, things that people can bring to the potluck. So what makes this, this so good is that people, people from all over bring all kinds of different foods. Nice. And uh, yeah, and it, it, it's pretty awesome. And we have a few hundred people we feed there. So um how, what do you think, or what do you think people should bring to this? <clears throat> Whatever they like to eat. I mean, you you bring your favorite food, and then you share it with everybody else. There you go. But we have to sign up just to make sure we don't end up with 
14 macaroni and cheese salads. <laughs> right? Because you will. Yeah. What's wrong with 14 macaroni and cheese salads? I know. There's different <laughs> ones. Uh, Every, everybody brought a pound cake. Well, so, dip, so, does that mean that everybody's going to be overweight on Sunday? Probably. Okay. Yeah. Just so we, remember, Champ Car doesn't have minimum weights. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's... The only way the, the Opal GT will win anything. Keep <laughs> adding those pounds on, buddy. <laughs> so uh, uh, where's your you drink? Wait the Festiva shows up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love the Festiva. <laughs> So when uh, what is what is the dream place for you to go to to cook? I'd love to go out to uh, Laguna Seca. I mean, but the, the chances to get there are <clears throat> not great. You never know. And, but also take about four days to get all the cooking equipment there. Yeah, that's the hard part. We did we did the trip one weekend. Um, we left on like Tuesday. Actually, we drove. Mike and I drove straight through. We we went. We left, or I left Virginia to go to Ohio. He was uh, Dayton, Ohio. Picked up Mike, uh, Mike Helm, and then we drove from there. We went south because there was supposed to be snow over the Rockies, so we went south through L.A. It was a river. We went through Riverside when that shooting, that terrorist shooting, went on in Riverside. Okay. So everything was like blocked off, and we finally got through, and then drove up. To uh, Laguna Seca, got there way too early, and um, camped, set up, and everything, raced, and then left, and pretty much drove straight through the northern route. So it was pretty good, fun time. It's not bad, but like you said, it's four to six days of travel and having yeah. fun. You gotta like the so. guy you're traveling with. Yeah, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and when you wake me. up and, and you're in the middle <laughs> when of when I go, it's just me. Well, you, yeah, and. It is fun doing it as a as a group, though, is for the most part. Yeah, You're I, ho- hosing each other off at the car washes too. That's always fun. You you have an odd way to enjoy yourself, Bill. <laughs> uh, remind me not to travel with Bill. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes you know. Yeah, yeah, sometimes, sometimes. So do you pack up all your stuff in a pickup truck or a van to bring all the grills and, f- and food I, cooking devices? What he said, uh, Festiva, he meant always, it. Just in the back of the pickup truck. Um, if I'm bringing the smoker or the bar, i got to bring a trailer. Okay. okay. Oh, so you don't pack into the Festiva then? No. <laughs> <laughs> that would be fun, though. You could convert that to a smoker. Just open it up in the back. Yeah, just build a firewall behind the driver and passenger yeah. seat. and Yep. You know. Just try to keep the this the the flame away from the the fuel tank. <laughs> that could that could be fun oh. in a weird way. So that's that's pretty awesome. Um, where is uh where, where do we see you after pit race? I know you said you do go to some other tracks on occasion. Yeah, I'll be uh, Loudon, Loudon, New Hampshire, uh, over thanks or uh, Halloween. Okay. And after that, uh, nothing till April. All right. Well, maybe um, we got Road America. You know, could swing by there with the uh, with the Ram. We'll see. Yeah, if you go to Wisconsin, you got to make bratwurst. Mm, yummy bratwurst, huh? Not, not, yeah, that's do, our. Do they eat bratwurst in Pittsburgh? Yeah, that was all wings. Well, that's, that's, beer. Buffalo. that's Buffalo. Yeah, yeah, Buffalo. <laughs> what is the food? What is the food of Pittsburgh? Uh. Permani Brothers, which ah. is the pierogies, but also Permani Brothers, which is a, a big, thick sandwich that has fries, tomatoes, and coleslaw on the sandwich. Just Ooh. that, or is there other stuff? No. <laughs> it's, only, <laughs> it's only about, you know, this big. Yeah. Okay. Okay. What she said. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> and then the guys are like, come on down to NCM in March. Yeah. National championship. Yeah. Yeah, you might be able to get it. That a was my to... first race track. Yeah, there you go. <clears throat> All right. At beer and pierogies up here, too, Tim says. Fred Wolf, Ryan, what's the jumbo in the bird? The what? What's jumbo in the bird? Oh, I don't know. That's Fred. Not Fred me. Wolf from Nelson Ledges. <laughs> All right, Brian, thanks a lot for joining us. And, uh, 
you know, like I said, go to forum.champcar.org to sign up for the potluck if you're going to the uh, Pittsburgh race here in a couple of weeks. And uh, we'd love to see you guys there and uh, sign up for some uh, for the party. Should be a good time. Good time. All right, yep. We'll be right back. we got some other news to catch up on. A book was released today. We're going to talk about that and a whole lot more next on Inside Champ Car. Stay with us. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. ArmorAll, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Welcome back to Inside Champ Car. Brian Belansky here. Bill Strong is uh, doing his thing here. Bill, I'm going to put you up here and let you talk for a minute while I do something that I should have done while you and I were chatting. So, and what's with? that? Uh, fix the boxes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're just... Hey, so just to let you guys know, hey, uh, just a little bit ago, we, we, I really... Well, I'm the, the guy that puts the links up, but the board of directors has released the... 2024 BCCR, which is the rule book for Champ Car, for 2024. And I want to stress over and over and over again that this is for 2024 and does not go into effect until January 1st of 2024. Like midnight, like time. Not now. It's not the rules now. Don't build your car right now to race <laughs> next week with this rule book. Well, you, you can. laugh, Brian, no, because. You <laughs> oh no no i i know i know because we've had this discussion yeah we've had this discussion before you know and, and like and then i forgot to put up the vpi list and somebody said hey champ car's not even following their own rules 4.2.4 and i'm like the hell does 4.2.4 mean i went through it it's like oh we were supposed to release a vpi at the same time vpi list so i did that 20 minutes later maybe an hour later i'm gonna say 10 minutes later and it's up the VPIs for next week, next year. Okay. And again, those do not go into effect until January 1, 2024. They will be, uh, we will upload them to the configurator so that you can go through and check them out and do your, do your stuff. Right. But for now it's, we have it a, as a, uh, a viewable Google doc. So you can look and see where your cars fits in. If it's changed any, if not, you know, you're good to go. Um, I know a lot of people are already complaining about some of the supercars not being changed or, Super ETA, I don't know what the hell that is. Some sort of BMW is not changed, I guess. I don't know. But, um, again, there were recommendations made by the by the members. Right. That's then put up to the board of directors. And, sorry, the TAC and the board of directors, and everybody looks at it, and they look to see how it will affect uh, the company right. as a whole. It will affect racing. Um, what you think may be a good thing may not be a good thing in the end with really good drivers because we know you're really good drivers, right? But when you put really good drivers in, how how will that car do? Or um, you know, when you start swapping stuff into it, what will it do? So I know that. So um, you're not gauging you know, potential changes on a guy with my kind of talent or mine. Okay. So no. Okay. Good. Yeah. Good. 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 <laughs> so you know, we thought I tell you, we thought we were badass drivers, and we you know, we were okay. I've got trophies, but I had good drivers yeah, yeah. until we put Randy Popes in the car. It's like, holy shit, man, we suck. <laughs> you know, it was, yeah, I was like, damn, he's fast. Mark Kruger's so, yeah. trolling us, by the way. He's like, so oh, it takes effect now, right? I'm like, no, no, it does not, Mark. Yeah. Stop it. Yeah. Kruger tune. They're always looking for that advantage. Yes, Mark, show up with that. <laughs> well, you can make all the changes now. It's just going to be bokeh yeah, points. Ahead. Yeah, just gonna have to add okay. a crap ton of points. They lowered the uh, VW Rabbit down to like ten points. Nice, that's for you, Timothy. Just kidding, <laughs> just kidding. All these guys like quickly what? looking at Craig's <laughs> Craigslist for VW Rabbit, flipping through the the v or scrolling oh, yeah. doom yeah. scrolling the VPI. <laughs> Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? So yeah, that's that's <laughs> happened. Um, so yeah, the rules VPI. We're gonna. It looks like we may be doing a. Um, a little sale here on some stuff. We'll we'll have more info about that next week. You said um, you weren't going to talk about this, Bill. 
No, I'm not going to talk about it. We'll just give you a little teaser. <laughs> All right. But um, yeah, we we we're going to do something. And, um, and some congratulations are in order, I think, or or maybe not. <laughs> I thought it was really cool, but yeah. then I had to start working. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You are the new Champ Car op- Director of Operations or Operations director, Manager? Director of Operations. Okay. So, yeah. And, and Chelsea's with... throwing all kinds of stuff at me. Yeah. So, yeah, basically, is she times. offloading all the stuff that she used to oh, do yeah. to you Which now? Which she should do anyway. Yeah. yeah. She know. should do that anyway. Yeah. She's got a lot to do. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm, uh, yeah. You know, just normal. Just uh, make sure everything gets to the racetrack that needs to go to the racetrack. Make sure everything's done uh, uh, beforehand that needs to be done, uh, for electronic stuff, and yep. you know, make sure you know. Jimmy is our other full time employee, so yep. um, just assign him to do some stuff, and you know, simple stuff, nothing big. And I still have to <laughs> stupid marketing guy. I have to yell and scream at him constantly to, to do stuff. So, so I'm gonna get, share share a pro tip with you. Mm-hmm. Spreadsheets are your friend. Oh, yeah, I have tons of those. Checklists yeah. are your friend. Yeah, checklists. And my guess is that is is as buttoned up as Chelsea is, that she probably had those all ready, and she's just going to give them to you, and you just got to do the work. Yes. So, awesome. Yes. Yeah, nice. no, it's 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 pretty cool. Um, her and I talk daily. When I say daily, about 24 hours in a day we talk. <laughs> I'm so sorry and, for her. Uh, it's been, it's and been, it's been a pretty damn busy. I bet couple of weeks this isn't this this turnover hasn't been as easy as we thought it would be so i'm getting everything straight and (laughs) focused and in line as we're getting there we're slowly getting there but a lot of work to do and it came got got go ahead what (laughs) i was gonna say it just came at a time when it was really busy and you know we had a lot of races going hillar's got you figured out bill doesn't need money job satisfaction is enough Yes, it is. If I if I knew how many times a manager or a boss came to me and said, "I got all this extra work, and you're going to be so proud when it's done," I got, you mean, like, all, yeah, like all those sponsorship things I get. You, hey, we can make something of you. You know, yeah, we we'd like to trade you for this because yeah. we can give you a lot of, yeah, yeah, those. Let me just say, I I've learned to give those managers a particular digit, and it might not be these two. Yeah. So. One day they may pay me fairly. But. Oh, come on now. But you, in, in all fairness, you do get to play with cars. I do. And you get paid to go to a racetrack. Yeah. And, and so we have there are worse problems in this world to have. And and watching actually it's just participate. I mean, this is this is probably one of the best jobs I've ever had. I've sure. had some really good jobs over the years. Yeah. But uh this this one is is up there. And being able to go to a racetrack, hang out with people at a racetrack that are just awesome. Yep. Everybody from the little guy that's just showing up for the first time to the ex Formula One guys, yeah. you know, that just blows me away that I can be in the same place as as all these guys, and they're having the fun, the yeah. time of their life, and and just having just having a good time. Yeah. I, um. Now, this weekend, yes, we tried something new. Uh oh. So you know how the internet. Oh. Talks, you know, oh, camp car, it's a crash fest. Yeah. All they do, you know, the end of the race, they're just a wadded up bunch of junk. Did they watch this this week's IndyCar race? Because <laughs> those are supposedly professionals. I saw pictures at Laguna, right? Oh, my God. They were Laguna? Yeah. Yeah. But I, you know, we know better. We keep a log now. Yeah. We had recently. We had a guy. I might have told the story. We had a guy saying that yeah, camp cars are crash fast. Blah blah blah. I was at such and such a race, and yeah, I said really. So I went to the log and I looked and I said nope, never reported. Not, you know, we had yeah. one in, or one or two incidents and that was it. And um, wasn't what he said. So I don't want to say it shut him up quick, but it was yeah. like there was no argument. It's not like that. But we still get it. We still get the the side right. by sides and the nose to tails sure. and it is racing. It is, but but you know, it's a little different when you've got a team owner with mega bucks mm. or with lots of sponsors. You know, big, colorful sponsors on the side of the car. But then you have you know a guy like me that you know paints his car up himself, puts all the stickers on it, cuts them all, hand cuts all the stickers out, and 
sticks them on the car himself and does all the wrenching himself, tows the car there himself on an open trailer or a small, you know, 65-foot enclosed motorhome trailer, you know, that doesn't really cost all that much. I'm <laughs> kidding. I didn't do that. But, <laughs> but, you know, just the little guy. Yeah. And he can show up and, and, and participate too and go home with his car unscathed and just put new bits on it for yeah. the week, you know, new brake pads and tires and go racing again. Yeah. Without having to bang out fenders and doors and stuff. So what Chelsea's done is we've we're still working out the details, and of course this is all done during the race because that's the best way to work out details. Sure. To see what works and what doesn't, and it seemed to work okay. We we kind of had a small mistake on Sunday, but Saturday it worked. All right. Um, instead of calling black flags on guys, yeah, we would annotate in the logs. You got a black flag. And we're deducting one lap from your race. You're penalized a lap. Okay. We're touching somebody. And she would tell people this during the driver's meeting. And if you have video to prove otherwise, bring it on up. We'll take a look at it. And that happened a couple of times. We had one that, the you know, because we, when we're up in the tower, and I say we because yeah. I'm up there most of the time because that's usually they have AC up there and nice, you know, comfy chairs and coffee and wine. So- they, you know, we're up there. Yeah. <laughs> Kidding about the wine. But, um, <laughs> you're, you know, you're, we hear what the corner workers say. Right. And they see something, they hear stuff. Right. And then they have to send that up to us. We then, you know, the, the, the flag controller and Chelsea have to decide what to do on that. So you can only take, you, you can only, you know, make decisions on, on secondhand information. So that's what we do. I write it all down exactly like I hear from the corner workers. And then I write down the decision made by the race director and we go from there. And she decided one lap penalty and it worked. It shut down the contact pretty quick. So what's really interesting about that, oops, wrong button. Uh, what's really interesting about that is it's, it's almost more fair to do it that way because when it's a, when it's an exact lap as opposed to coming in, sitting for a lap and going back out, then it's all of that. When, sh- when you just tack on a lap and someone comes in and says, no, no, wait a second, I didn't do whatever it was you do and I have proof, then you can just take the lap back. Yes. And you have done nothing other – you effectively haven't – you haven't given that person – it's like almost the most – perfect reversible penalty right you know and and because there's some tracks we go to even like this weekend we we screwed up and we black flagged somebody brought them in added a lap to them and talked to them right and come to find out it wasn't their fault and right because we kind of went and this was on sunday we kind of went back i think this happened twice right and so we had to figure out what the heck we were going to do because this affected the guy's race right and so we gave him his lap back, and then we had them do a one-minute less pit stop. So for their okay. pit stop, instead of doing a five-minute stop, we gave them a four-minute stop, and they were able to do that. Right. Um, so, I mean, I think which this is, happened twice. Which so is still it, not an exact science. No. It's kind of still you, a guesstimation. Yes. Whereas when you do it the way you've described it, where you just don't bring them in and tack on a lap, if, in fact, it turns out that you have to fix it, yeah, you can legit fix it. And really, it then becomes no harm, no foul. Right. I like that. Mark, yeah. And Mark Kruger asked, was there any conversation with the guilty party? And, yeah, we, 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 we do talk to them both. We do, you know, most of the incidents were, you know, you had a guilty party and not a guilty party. That was pretty, pretty right. plain. Right. Now, we did have another one where two were penalized. Right. And, um. One person brought in a video sure. that showed us X. Another guy brought in video, and it showed us Y. And I was able to, well, Chelsea did all their video reviews. Right. And then she, would call, she called me over for this one. Right. And she goes, what do you think of this? And the guy started to give this big explanation. I'm like, no, I want to see the video without any. Without the play-by-play. Yes, without, <laughs> I just want to see the video. Right. I have, I sit and watch in car videos every day. I mean, I, yeah, it's kind of, it's what my job is. So I do this stuff and I watch the video and it looks innocent enough. 
until he dive bombs the guy. Right. But he says the guy moved over on me. I said, "Yeah, it was a turn, you know." So it <laughs> Of course <laughs> it was he did. one of these. It's, yeah, he and and what's funny was, and I didn't say this, right. but it's the exact same thing I did at Sebring where I right. wrecked Doc's car into the the RX7. Um, I got tired of the guy just all over the road and I saw an opening and I took it. Well, when I got to the place that was open, it wasn't open no more. It wasn't open. <laughs> Who so, of us has never done that? Yeah. And, and it was the exact same thing. Right. So, you know, I know I, I've been there and I, and I know the frustration, you know, you get when I saw that opening and it just wasn't there when I got there. Oh, and I, you try to explain to the guys that, Hey, you know, just wait. Yeah. You know, get them on the straight or get them on the next corner where you have a little more room or just attack it a little differently. Don't, you know, but you know, it happens. Yeah. Just take it. T- Tim- so Timothy's trolling me with the vortex of danger. He he knows, <laughs> he knows how I feel about the vortex know, of I danger. Know. Timothy, 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 you're poking a bear, big guy. <laughs> but yeah, it's, and, uh, but it, and we denied his his appeal, right? And he kept his one minute, right? Thingy. So yeah, yeah, I, yeah I just like the idea that it's 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 that it's a penalty that you can legitimately reverse, right? Because we don't always make it right. I, I've worked no. up in I've worked as a flag chief. I've worked in race control and been part of those discussions. And and there's a human element involved, and just yeah. like in baseball, whenever or any any sport that's officiated by human beings. You know, humans are imperfect, I, yeah. ex- except for me. But but other than me, humans are imperfect. Um, that's and, that's sarcasm, by the way. And we yeah, I know. And we, <laughs> we had we had incidences where a car and two were reported as contact side by side. But, yeah. you know, when, when they came, you know, when they came into sure. pit lane, we saw nothing on the cars, no evidence of any touching. And I know for a fact you can lean on somebody and not come out with any damage or any scrapes or anything like that. If you do it right, it takes a lot of testing. <laughs> Just <Yeah>. kidding. <laughs> but, you you know, but, the, you know, the teams complain. We never touched. But then when they brought in video, they now Champ Car does not require video. Right. At all. But let me tell you, you know, if you get penalized, having that video kind of yeah. works out, can, can help you. It can also hurt. It can you also too. hurt you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my favorite but, uh, is 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 when when the guy thinks that he's got the video evidence, and he marches up to race control without ever looking at the video evidence. Oh yes. And then you then you hit play, and he's sitting there over the shoulder as you as you're watching the video evidence, and and you see it happen, and then you look up at the guy and he asks for his video back, and he turns around and walks out the door. Yeah. So they just go. You just see his face, like I've got this. I'm gonna beat oh, you. It's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I've the whole, seen all the steam just comes right out. I cannot tell you how many times I've seen that happen. So yeah, yeah. You say, can I see that again? <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to oh watch God, it one more so time, funny. sir? No, that's okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Are you but sure? Can I have a copy of that so I can use it as a learning lesson, exactly. or you know, make money on YouTube? Oh. <laughs> uh... yeah. But yeah, it's so we played with that, um, and and that seemed to work. We got it, you know. It it needs a little more fine tuning because sure. it's it's one of those, it's one of those things like you really sometimes bringing the driver in is good because you know especially with new guys racing, right? It's uh it's one of those learning lessons, right? You know, maybe you shouldn't have done that type thing, um, but well, then. So I think you don't, you know. there's two ways to do that. I think if there's a black flag, the driver should always, when they come off of their stint, come up and have a ch- chat. That's my opinion. Yeah. You know, but if it's something that's really egregious or if it's like the the second or third time something has happened, then you bring them in and have the chat right there and then. Because you can then escalate the penalty. Yes. And that's something that we've we've done is like, yeah, you know, most almost all the teams have some sort of radio communications with the guys. Right. With the driver. So we can say we, we will go to the team and say, hey, your guy just had side to side contact. We demoted your lap. Um, you might want to talk to him and uh, either get him out of the car if he's not doing things right, right. or uh, tell him to back off a bit. And that seemed to work pretty good. But let right. me tell you, Sunday 
different game. It's like it's like these guys slept on uh, you know overnight thinking about how they could go fast and <laughs> and and in your dreams, those corners, you can you can do those you know those two wheel turns. Right, but and, but is this what happens on Sunday? You get through Saturday, the cars in one piece. You get to Sunday, and you might have a week or a month or two months until the next race. So you don't have to take as good a care of the equipment on Sunday as you did on Saturday, right? As a car owner, I would say no. Right, of course. But you know the mindset. You've <laughs> but been, no, think, when the red think mist about hits it. you. When, you, when you're racing, right. you're in, you know, yeah, the, the red as, mist. as the chef tells me, the red mist gets stronger on sat, on Sunday. Exactly. But, but. <laughs> You've when you you go out for the first time on the track, you come in, you're out. Right. Your your mind is going over your laps where I could have done better, where I could, do, and you go out and you're always a little quicker. Now, overnight, you're sleeping, you're reviewing right. in your head how what can I do, and you get out there Sunday morning, you've got I'm going to do an air send a lap around sure. this thing over and over again for two hours. Right. And, first time you do you overshoot it go off into the woods and but that's what happened yeah and and i tried to explain that to chelsea it's like she's like she was pulling her hair out you know right and she's like what is wrong with these guys why you know <laughs> yesterday they were so good and i'm like this is what happens we we as guys will and i don't know if girls do this because i'm not a girl i identify as a guy so i don't know <laughs> but if if um you know you sleep on it overnight I'm thinking, how can I do this faster? How can I get a better sure. lap? How can I, you know, do this stuff? And I start taking chances because, you know, I'm Superman. Right. And boom, it doesn't work. And so, you don't, and, and it happens to a lot of guys. And you've got a week before the next race. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you got to fix the car. Exactly. So. In there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, it was fun. And, cool. and Sunday, and, and I, I only had to talk her off the ledge a couple of times because she was, it was pretty crazy at, at and a couple times we had to red flag the race. We had a car lose a wheel. Ooh, a BMW lose it. They had they had crashed it during practice. You picked a fine time to leave me yes. loose wheel. And they had a left rear wheel come off the car. Right. And during Sunday's race, and come to a stop at pit in. They went a long way without a wheel. Right. But right. They finally came to a stop at pit in, and uh, we're. We get the, the the we get the uh, field under code thirty five right, and I look over and she's just <laughs> she's not happy with drivers kind of going around the incident and we had <laughs> we had feet on the ground and and it just wasn't good and I just looked over at her and I go red flag <laughs> and then you know because there's a lot going on yeah we've got to slow down all the cars and you have to uh, you know. We work as a team. Yeah. And so she, good idea. Red flag it. Get everybody under control. We can get the incident out without getting any corner workers hurt. And boom, done. Yeah, the, and, best, uh, the best kind of race control is one where anybody in race control can make a suggestion. Yeah. And, and obviously I told her, I said, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to give you information that I'm seeing on Flagtronics right. that we're seeing on the track or whatever. Right. And it's your job to either take it in or ignore it right. or whatever. But uh, we're going to tell you because it's it's it could be important and it works. You, you got to so. have a benevolent overlord and some yep. good advisors. <laughs> yep. So very cool. And Andy and Andy was up there too. And Andy's ran races, so yeah. actually having you know the the two the two race directors, it was a pretty good team this weekend. So yeah, yeah. Andy Andy was doing timing and scoring, and I was sitting at the other end next to the flag controller. Yeah, and. Yeah, lots of lots of good times up there, but we focus on the race and got them done. Yeah. Everybody's safe. Love it. Um, yep. And then I don't think what else were we talking about doing? You mean on the oh show? passing under yellows? Same thing. Oh, okay. So, but I mean, if you and somebody or Tim asked uh, if they consistently doing it, yeah, we're gonna bring them in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's no you. You touch somebody the second time, you're coming in and right. you're getting out of the car. Yep. So there's there's no you know, there's no, oh, you did wrong. Just don't do it again. Nope. Get out of the car and then talk to us. And I think she made somebody come up to the tower to talk to her. Yeah. And at some tracks, that's a long way to go. 
way. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. you're going to be wore out by the time you get back to your pit lane. <sighs> so, but yeah, um, yeah, it's it's we got it. We're gonna we're gonna really work on that internet rumor mill about you know contact. So you know, don't don't lean on people. That's all we ask. You can go racing. You can do this cleanly. Just don't lean. You know, let's talk about the internet rumor mill for a minute. Now it's all right. It's time. The internet rumor mill is almost always wrong. <laughs> it's like yeah. it's like Yelp. Nobody goes to Yelp because they're happy. The only person who ever posts on Yelp is someone who's ticked off. And yeah. usually, by the time they get to Yelp, what it's like a game of telephone. What actually happened and what they say happened on Yelp, right, right. is not the same thing. So. You know, I, I I take I take the internet rumor mill with a grain of salt, and I also think that most human beings do the same thing. So if you see something on the internet and it's in it's in it's and it's making you think twice about going to race with any organization, whether it be Champ Car or Lemons or SCCA or Formula One, go check it out yourself. Figure out what's really happening. Talk to some people who are really doing it, because I think you're going to find, in most cases, that the internet rumor mill is, you know, Uncle John who's pissed off because whatever happened. So, so sorry. Is that- this where is this a segue into the Honda Fit that won the <laughs> national championship at Lincoln? <laughs> That's the kind of internet rumor mill I am all about. <laughs> so, uh, Brian, for those that don't know, Brian was at the uh, national autocross championship yep. at lincoln nebraska yep the uh, 50th what, what? secca solo nationals and um um i i did not win <laughs> i had four goals <laughs> i had four goals to do f- to do really good podcasts check um to uh to 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 have a great time check yep to learn a lot check and to not finish last Check ish, <laughs> yeah. Check ish, and the reason I say ish, um, I I was in a heated battle. My Honda Fit was in a heated battle with a Crown Vic interceptor for last place oh, uh. for not being in last place. Now, if you ask yourself, what is a four point six liter V eight Crown Vic doing in a class with a Honda Fit? I ask myself that same question, and I'm going to get some answers about that. Um, uh, but no, but these two guys were awesome. They were from. But the, you beat them, right? Well, no, I didn't. Oh, okay. So, but what what SCCA does is they have a what they call a PAX index, PAX. right? Yep. And it's a it's a formula that all the cars and all the classes have a factor. And then every time gets uh, factored, uh, gets multiplied by the factor to give you one time, so that the fastest car, the fastest shifter cart, can race against the slowest in H Street, which was my class, which is the slowest class, and you get a time that should be equal if you're really good in both of your classes. And I was not in last place in the packs, so that's why I said check ish. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you can see these up here, right? Yes. Okay. Those are my autocross um, plaques. Yeah, trophies. Um, yeah, trophies. Yeah. And they were at a, a pretty big level out in the southwest, but they were in the 80s, which I find just really funny. Yeah. Because <laughs> I got them on my wall. Yeah. But, yeah, I used to be somebody way back many, many moons ago. Actually, one of the guys um, I used to race with has run in Champ Car a couple times. Yeah. So we had spoken over the years. Yeah, Mark was but, there. Um, yeah, Mark. Yeah, that's yeah. what he said he talked yeah. to you. We, we, and we, we, that we whole family races all over. And yeah. uh yeah, and 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 big on to the to the and it's a, it's it was a rain and 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 you know, I could have protested the V8. Um but but if I would have it wouldn't have been for that. The car was painted with um with the uh the the stuff that you use for tra- truck bed liners. Oh yeah. And I that's arrow. It's like the dimples <laughs> on a golf ball. What, arrow it, device. It's an arrow device. That's there's supposed to be no arrow in street. So if I are were, you hitting eighty miles an hour in autocross? Come on, man. <laughs> uh, no, I think my top speed uh, was like fifty four. Yeah, 
But I am at a Honda Fit, so you got to yeah. give me a little cup. That little is the top speed of a Honda Fit, right? No, it's not. <laughs> I was able to set the cruise on 90 going through Utah, coming home. So, yeah. um, and uh, and I still got 40 miles to the gallon at 90 miles per hour coming home, by the way. But anyway, had a great time, <laughs> met some fantastic people, learned a lot. Plan is to go back next year either with a Fit with a little more uh, uh, stuff done to it. Or I may try to talk myself into being a, a tire warmer for someone else and uh, getting into a better so, car. So that one right there was when I went, when I took the um, Southwest. Yeah, East. No, I, this was in, back in like 87, 86. Oh, so this must have been an MR2. Yeah. No, it was a uh, Corolla GTS. Oh, okay. So um, EP, E-prepared class. Um, but I you had to qualify, and I qualified to go to – it wasn't was it Lincoln, whatever the autocross yeah, nationals were. Yeah, I don't think were. there's ever Back. been qualifications. I think you just got to go. Yeah, you had to go. Well, they said you had maybe to. maybe at one time you, there was. Yeah, and I was supposed to go, but I was in the Air Force and I couldn't yeah. get out. I couldn't get enough leave to go. And my, again, I was in the Air Force. So we had no money. Yeah. So. Well, know. next year you got to come and do them with me. Actually, that sounds good. No, wait. Do you know the my autocross story real I, quick? I, no, I so, don't. So Ray Ray Frank. Right. You know, I know Ray. guy. Yeah. And his son. Yeah. My son just gets his license. And, and so we're going to do an autocross oh, in Richmond, gosh. Virginia. Yeah. And the Ballinger guys are all there. And, and so we go down there. We're going to, we're going to autocross Ian's Mazda three. And I get to start walking out there. Man, there's a lot of cones out here. <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah, there's a lot of cones. Was it a pro and, solo? Well, it, no, it's just a solo. Okay. Okay. It's not a pro solo. I've done one pro solo. Okay. What were all and the cones? They were just just everywhere. I mean, and when I'm walking in, it's like, okay, I got this. I got this. I got this. I get in the car, turn two. I am freaking lost. So much so that they had to put a red flag out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And you know what the worst part was? What? What? Ray Frank. Uh-oh. Ray Frank was doing a play-by-play <laughs> of all the race. Uh-oh. And he was talking smack about of me. Of course he they was. Made, they made me get a, a driver in the car driver coach. with me. Yes. Nice. And and show me around. Yep. And at this point, my son's two seconds faster, maybe three seconds faster <laughs> around the track. And, and I'm just like, this is just wrong. On my last run, yeah. they let me go on my own. And you put one I down. I do it. And I just I just let her rip. Yep. I just basically closed my eyes and did it. Oh, don't say instinct. that. And, and I won. There you go. I like a like three quarters of a second nice. against him. I didn't win anything right. else, but, but yeah, it was just, it, it yeah, cause I've been road racing forever. And I want to say this was how old is he in now? 22. So yeah. that was uh five years ago yeah. and I have not been since. And I just got lost, man. That was the worst part. I'm out there. I think it was like turn two. It's like, Oh yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah. Unless. Like, so the cool part about solo nationals is, uh, in, yes, it was in Salina, Kansas. That's where right, it was. Right. So yeah. the best part about Solo Nationals is if you're not running the first day, um, the second day there's video up on YouTube of all of all the courses. So right. you could actually I, I ran. So what they do is they run half the people on Tuesday, Wednesday, and then the other half of the competition is on Thursday, Friday. I ran Thursday, Friday. So I had the benefit on Tuesday night, Wednesday night, Thursday night of watching the course that I was going to go on in addition to walking it. Um, right. And that is a huge advantage to the folks who, you know, race later. Um, right. And, uh, and, and, and even with that, my first run on Friday, I, I, I DNF'd because I just missed one gate. Mm. And, um, and the problem is on the fit, it's got this big A pillar. That, oh I mean, yeah, it's the size of a school bus, and they sit way out there, don't they? Right, yeah. yeah, and and it's right where I needed to see to know where that gate was, and I right. just had to get it into my brain that there's a gate there that I'm not going to see, so I have to be able to do this without seeing it. Um, and uh, so I lost my first run, and then my second run, I needed to put a banker in to make sure I got a time, so it was a little slower. There, see, right. on the bottom row of my toolbox, it says. It says um, screwdrivers and excuses. 
So, so um, it's labeled. It's literally, it's literally labeled to uh, uh, screwdrivers and excuses. Um, right. I, I got a bucket of them. So my second lap was a banker lap to make sure I got a run in. And then my third lap, I'm trying to beat this interceptor, and they've got like three and a half seconds on me. And I'm like, I'm just going to throw a Hail Mary. Going to go full send. Yeah. And, um, and I almost missed the same gate again. I had to come to a complete stop oh. to, to not miss the gate. And when you come to the complete stop, that's yeah. the end of your it's run. Just I might it. as well yeah. just run over the gate. <laughs> yeah. But I had a great time. The, is it five-second penalty? It's, uh, it's two seconds per cone. Two seconds, yeah. And if you miss a gate, it's a DNF. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, But the gate that I was going to hit was going to be four cones. So, so I I used to do, I want to say, 10 to 15 autocrosses a season in yeah. Phoenix. I started, my first one ever was in 1985. Yep. My neighbor ran the Chrysler Proving Grounds, and he brought a bunch of experimental cars. Yep. And we went out across. He's, I had a Corolla GTS. Yep. And, you know, scooting around on the street, and he said, you got to come to this rate, you know, this autocross with me. I cross was. Yeah. I kind of remember the name of that from England, and I thought it was like some sort of parking lot thing where you did In donuts. In England, and, they might call it a Gymkhana. Gymkhana. But they, they an yeah. autocross is sort of, you know, you go backwards and you sit there's, you know, peel yeah. outs and it's just skill. Yeah. Massive skill. No, ba- no backwards. On Nothing our, I can do. On what yeah. we do. No, you don't do that. <laughs> if ours. you're going but, backwards, you have something wrong. <laughs> right. And I went to my first one. My wife didn't have her driver's license. At yeah. The time. So it was just me and her driving out there. And I, I did the three turn, you know, the three. And then I had it. I paid extra to have a guy show me how to do this. stuff. Sure. I did. I, I finished like mid pack. Yeah. And then in stock class. But I don't think I was legal because I put different wheels on it, some inky or some empty wheel, something like and So I had some big wheels on it, some bigger tires. So, but they let me run. And then I did the, I think it was like four at the time. It was like four bucks for a run. Sure. Maybe two bucks for a run. It was cheap. Yeah. So I did as many runs as I could until they got tired of me being out there. I, and I, I, I had a hard time driving home, man, because I was so wore out. Yeah, yeah. Just from the I gotta tell you, for folks who are 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 either trying to get their get started and doing something with cars, oh, that's the cheapest, or, or don't have a ton of money one. to go racing or buy a race car. Um, you know, unless you're driving a minivan or something tall, there's a place for pretty much every car that's out there yep. uh, to come out and go into what we call street. It's not it's not stock anymore. We now call it street. Oh, okay. um, just because it sounds hipper, or I guess, yeah. or something. Um, but you know, usually your local events are somewhere between forty and seventy bucks for the day, and um, and it's just a good time. And and it's all car people, so it's all you know the same people that you see at the racetrack, not yep. the same people, yep. but the same type of people. And um, uh, it's just a ton of fun. And it's you know the speeds are slow enough where you really shouldn't hurt yourself. Um, right. I start to say you can't do something a little j- junky to oh, your I've, car. Yeah, I've seen some crazy yeah, stuff. But, but that's yeah, because people are, are being, you know, stupid. Yeah. <laughs> John it's Whitnauer actually more slip- fun to take a slow car to do that. Oh, yeah, because you learn a lot more. Yeah. You absolutely learn yeah. a lot more. So, John Whitnauer, Slippery Slope, Autocross, Track Day, next thing you know, you have a champ car team. Yep, exactly. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah, it's, it's the gateway drug. It is yeah. absolutely a gateway drug. So. But you know what? Some of our best, some of the best drivers that I've had on my team were, were autocrossers. Yep. I'm really good at autocross. So they remember things. Do they, you, they, do you know who? And you know the guy really well. Who's a I think a four time SCCA national champion autocrosser. That'd be Mister Vortex of Danger himself. Yeah, Randy, Randy Popes. Popes. Yeah, because yeah. I idolized him. He was a cor- he was driving Corvette um, yep. in um. In autocross, yeah, and, and you read about him in the SCCA magazines all the time. He and I had a pretty deep conversation once about why autocross, why he feels autocross is a great training tool to go road racing, um, and why road racers who've never autocrossed get so frustrated when they oh, yeah. then go trying yeah. to autocross. You don't want to, and it's not impossible. You can certainly learn no. the discipline, um, but but with with road racing, you we get lap after lap after lap after lap to learn a racetrack yeah and and by the end of the weekend you're going to know where to go where to turn where to stop one of the skills in autocross is you usually get one track walk and that's all you get to learn the racetrack yeah and then you get three runs at nationals usually local races is four runs 
Um, and then you've got four runs to get it right. And so this one of the hu- hugest, one of the one of the most important skills in autocross is being able to walk that course, get it in your brain, and maybe throw away one run learning it, right. but certainly not three because you got to right. get one good run there. Um, and that's uh, and that's that's a big skill that's really hard for road racers who've never autocrossed to go back and learn. So yeah, um, and it it was difficult to learn, but once I. I did them so much that it became, I was, you get good at it. Became good. Yeah. yeah. And, but then, you know, I would disappeared from it. Sure. I did the mountain biking thing and yeah. then soccer and just other sports. Yeah. And then I got back into it with the MR2OC with my club and we would host uh, track days and autocrosses and yep. that. So I got back into it a little bit. I did pretty, pretty, I did okay. Yeah. Um, but I wasn't at that level again because you're just not doing it all the time. Right. And that's kind of when I fell in love with the road racing part, you know, the, the right. track day part. Because yeah. to me, that just that to me that just seemed a lot harder. But then when I went back in, it's like, oh, I have just totally lost it because yeah. the skill level required to do that, and the remembering. Yeah, it's a lot memory, of muscle memory. The remembery, yeah. 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 And even up here, it's like, where do uh, I go? No, no, I'm talking about this muscle memory. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah and knowing that when you walk it, you're, you know, I'm five foot eleven, so I think I have a really big forehead. So I think my eyes are around five foot five. And in the car, I'm yeah. a lot lower, so it's a different view. So yeah, and there's you know. a whole, there's a whole skill. There's two skills in walking the course. One, just learning where to go. But then there's another whole set of skills that you only get after doing it a long time, of being able to walk the course and then think how your car is going to th- yeah. perform. And whether you want to backside a cone or front side a cone, um, you know, and the line you want to take for your particular car. And then there's other people get in different cars. And I'm like, man, how do you be fast in so many different cars? Yeah. Um, because, yeah. I never understood that because oh. I had a hard enough time learning my own. Right. Right. All right, man. Yeah. Yep. Good week. Yep. Gonna be back we, uh, again next week. We'll have some sound, some some victory circle from. Uh, yeah, so I wanted to apologize, folks. I've been so busy doing actual champ car work that um, I haven't been able to edit the video from this past weekend for the interviews. I'll get that done this week, and we'll play it at next week's show. Um, Salins uh, took both races for the weekend, um, and but it wasn't given to them. They had to work hard for that race of uh, Visceral Racing. Uh, wait, did Visceral, wait, did Visceral win? No, Visceral had to come in for a pit stop right at the end. Right. Um, and they they were at on the at the end of the day Sunday, we had a long green flag, and I think they were they really needed a code thirty five or two. Yeah. And they didn't get it. So they had to come in for do a, a pit stop with about ten minutes to go. And they had a two lap lead. Well, they lost that. So and then they had a penalty too, which dropped them down a lap. So um yeah, it was uh it was a tough weekend for Visceral. But they sure. ended up they ended up doing well, right. and uh, yep. And for those, I won't don't say what, but I don't know. A couple of years ago, Visceral or two years not this year, but the previous year, Visceral won the national championship. Um, a lot of teams get all kinds of cool stuff for the national championship. Visceral didn't, but I made up for it this weekend with them, and uh, I hope they're happy. There you go. So, uh, thanks, Ron. All and right. so yeah, and, and we're back next week in. We'll have some more fun. All right. That's going to do it for another episode of Inside Champ Car. If you like what you heard, subscribe to the podcast or the YouTube channel so you don't miss any episodes. Also, it would be great if you share it on your social media channels. You can comment on the Champ Car Facebook page, especially if it's a good one. New episodes every week. He's Bill Strong. I'm Brian Belansky. This is Champ Car Live on YouTube and on the Racing Wire Podcast Network.